The following podcast is a Life Dawn production. Hi, I'm Dee Fretwell. I'm an overachieving woman in the world of business living my hashtag best life. I'm also the founder of The Life Dom. And if you follow me on Instagram, you are clear that I am no fluff and buff bunny. We talk raw dog business, the wackiness of that human condition, and how we can be our best selves and try to live our truth without screwing each other up. No muss, no fuss. Listen up and call in. And The Life Dom Podcast, here we'll figure it all out. Or not. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Life Dom Podcast. I'm Dee Fretwell, and I am here today to explain why I'm here at all. I mean, like, not like in that kind of like woo-woo, hippie sort of way, like, do we even exist? My good friend Jeremy would always ask me that. Yeah, but are we even here? (laughs) Jesus, life is hard enough. Please don't ever make me consider whether it's actually been all fake. More so, I actually just want to explain to you a little bit about why we're here, why I'm talking to you, why it's even interesting for you to listen to me. Who is the life dom? What the fuck do I know? How could I possibly have anything of value to say? And I'm here to tell you, the truth is, I might not. You might have this figured out, right? You might have a plan in your place, just rearing to go. You know what you're doing and what you want to do. But for those of you who don't, maybe I provide something. So let me tell you a little bit about me and my journey on where I came to be here today. Okay? So my name is Dee. I'm middle-aged. I have three kids. I've got a couple degrees. Working on another one uh, just out of pure fun. I like music, but I would never ever in my wildest dreams call myself a musician. I know some incredibly wonderful people in my life. Some I'm very close to, some I'm not, and some I wish were still around so I could be. When I was a young kid, I experienced a unfortunate uh, bit of childhood tragedy, much like we all do. It was a little bit more egregious than most. It wasn't anything that it was directed at me. It was something I had to experience and live with from that point on say it plain and quickly because it doesn't really it defines in pieces of who I am it actually just doesn't define me though right so to be more clear when I was nine my brother my older brother was murdered a year later I took the stand and had to identify photos of his body and that's when I realized chaos was around and it wasn't something you could always see It wasn't always something that you could predict, but I was fucking good at controlling it, as best one can, right? I'm just a kid on a stand, but I was more than that. I was the backbone of my mom's perseverance to get through life. I was there for my little sister, albeit I started falling more and more short the older I got and she got and the more put together my mom got. I helped my mom along with my siblings to getting her to the end of her life a bit early I must say but you know she'd had a hell of a ride she was ready to tap out but I knew that the best thing that I could do as a kid growing up was to pay attention to the chaos look for the shortcomings prevent any uh problems that arise complications that come up Try to mitigate against the damage and even better, try to help those who are experiencing something they can't control but I might have a positive effect on. 
which is kind of what they call the slippery slope into being an operations manager. And that's exactly what I fucking did. I got my bachelor's degree. I had my first child. Not exactly in that order, but, you know, make good choices. And proceeded to flow into the world of operations, which is the coolest thing, right? It's like, it's like taking little bits and pieces from all the different departments and mushing them into one big picture perspective that you operate through in this really cool microscopic way. You're paying attention to your services and your capacity, your, the products you're trying to sell. You're managing the inventory. You're looking at what's happening with sales and where the forecast might come in and what sales needs from you and what you need from sales in order to grow and expand your business platform. Talking with marketing about the different ways to communicate that and all the different ways that you can vibe together to create the strongest campaign in the farthest reach efficiencies for every single department, better understanding exactly what it is we can do just a little bit better to be a little bit more efficient with our time and energy. Would it make us a few bucks? Hopefully. Does it save us on our sanity? Absolutely. And if that happens, you have won the war, right? So I did that for 20 years. I'm still doing that. I'm working with some very cool companies Evertonic, one of our sponsors, please feel free to participate. You can find them at drinkever.us. I got to meet some incredibly wonderful people in some of this. I'm still working with a company that I've been with for a couple of years now as a client, Treadwell Farms. Fantastic CBD out of Florida. Fresh straight from the farms there in central Florida. It's seeded, grown, processed, packaged right there. It's the best stuff, I'm telling you. I'm I'm not I am biased but I'm also a total picky ass person and I love their stuff. Anyway, it's just something that I've done, right? I've basically been a human cattle dog for all of the chaos and out of control shit that happens in one's life. Why not go into psychology? Why not do all the typical things that people do? And you know, honestly, I did. I was a major, I was a psych major. And I ended up making that a minor because I realized that while I wanted to figure out my shit, I didn't want to hear about anybody else's. So I bailed out of that, went into business. Eventually, after many, 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 many years in working with others, started consulting. I also um, happened to work with the next gen here in my local region in a couple of various ways. And it's been the best thing in the world. Am I an expert? Absolutely not. My God. Have you seen what's going on out there? Have you heard of that? TikTok and whatever's coming after that, the new TikTok. I mean, there's never going to be somebody who knows it all and they can't. Everything changes constantly. But here's the thing. You won't know everything. If you think you need to know everything before you start a business, you're fucked. That's not going to happen. You might know everything right now. That has nothing to do about the reality of what's going to happen in three, four, five, ten, twenty 10, 20 years. Picture five years ago, picture 10 years ago, picture your phone, picture your TV, where you got your music, how you got your music, when you went to a show, it's changed so vastly. I can't even, it just ah, makes my head explode. It makes my head explode. But the truth is, is that I definitely pay attention. I'm constantly learning and going to school. I own three different generations of children who've had very different experiences growing up. If I remain young, 
and curious, the world's not as scary. If I control the things I can, all leaning towards a positive good for the larger impact, because I'm part of a community on so many scales, then everything's better. And the key to it all is to be able to accept the shit you can't change. Okay? So as you're thinking about your life, as you're trying to figure out, should I start a business? Should I not start a business? Maybe I should go back to school. Maybe I should sit down and talk with a friend who's done this before. Maybe I should hire a consultant. Maybe I should just get a workbook. I just need you to know that this is going to be something you do in perpetuity for like the rest of your life, if you're lucky. And I'm not knocking the people who are like just comfortable where they are. They don't like change. They don't want change. And frankly, they would reject it if they had opportunity presented to them. But the truth is, I kind of think that's all bullshit. I kind of feel like there's a decent chance that these folks just a little bit nervous, a little bit scared or apprehensive or just feeling like it's just this vicious cycle that we all go down. And maybe it is. Maybe I'm just completely off track. I have no idea what life is like. But I know what life has been like for the last 45 years. And I do know what real love is like. I understand what it feels like to have a big giant belly laugh. Or those feelings you get when you remember holding your child for the first time. Or kissing that person you really wanted to kiss and you finally have it happen and you can just feel it straight down your spine. Or when you launch your first podcast. And it sounds a little bit like crap, but you're getting there. Because why? No one listens to it, but it does make you feel brave. I get it. I really get it. And what I really want you to get is that that's okay for all of that to happen. I really want it to happen for you. Be brave. I'm not an expert. You're not an expert. You're probably pretty goddamn good at what you do, though. And the person who knows that the best is you. We take our cues from each other. Walk with confidence. Shoot out nothing but confidence. Straight from your toes to your fingertips at the top of your head. Pulling out from your chest. We need you to be confident. And you can say, I'm confident I'm either going to fail or succeed. Either way, it's a win, right? Either way, it's a win. It's a hell of a lot better than regret. Speaking of regret, you want to hear something that happened today? It was crazy. I had this person contact me. They wanted me to discuss with them about joining their team of coaches. No names needed. And then they offered me this opportunity to pay $6,000. I fell for it. Yes, go ahead. Giggle. I fell for this thing where they're like, well, for $6,000, you become uh, certified, I guess, as their type of coach. And I said, oh, I understand. I don't feel like paying to play. That's not something I do. And she said, well, for, you know, some of us who are operating alone. I was like, ma'am, I'm operating alone. Don't get me wrong. I am operating alone in a world filled with friends. And I don't need to pay you to tell me I can do my job. That's weird, isn't it? Isn't it weird? Like if you're like, oh yeah, just take, you seem like you're highly credentialed. She said, you know, your credentials are quite impressive. And I thought to myself, 
eh, about as much as anybody else's. But instead I said, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Try to be gracious. And then she presented that. And I said, you know, I really am concerned about you. I feel like there's a chance if you approach people that are highly credentialed, they've got a bunch of degree in college debt and whatever to prove that they can accomplish tasks. I feel like those people aren't going to want to pay more money so you can tell them that they can do the job they're currently doing, right? Like I've already been certified. I've already been to school. The reason it would, I would look really good on your roster of coaches is because I've already done all of this. I've got 20 years of experience. I've got a master's degree, an MBA. I've got a bachelor's degree in business. Woohoo. I've got a hundred certificates and various types of things, whatever. But you approached me because I looked pretty good on paper and I do. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to freaking hashtag self pride here, right? So why the hell do I need to pay you? That seems a bit redundant and I've already, I've already done that. No need. I don't want to pay you so I could have a job in hopes that maybe you help me get some leads. In any case, I was, I was gracious. I promise, friends, I was kind. And then she said, well, you might want to join us in some other way. There's some classes we're offering. I was like, man, she's good. <laughs> she is relentless. So to you, ma'am, well done. And fuck off. I'm not doing that. That's just insanity. It might be good for others, though, Right. It might be good for others. It probably is. People who don't have 20 years. This is the thing. The minute I fucking say I've got like 20 years of doing these types of jobs, experience, I just like, I feel like I want to go get my cane and my shawl and just go chill on the front porch and rock in my rocking chair and smoke cigarettes and drink snake bites. Like that's what I feel like my 70s and 80s are going to be. Just me like drinking, talking smack making fun of the kids, walking by. At least I hope that's what my freaking old age is going to look like. It sounds pretty fun anyway. So if anybody has a, has an open calendar, I don't know, let's say 2050s, 2052 maybe, shoot me a call. Come on over. Have a bev. I'll make, maybe I'll have some snacks for us. So, you know, <laughs> I digress. Sorry. It's been a long week. It's like Thursday. It's already been a long week. It's been a good week. Feeling a little bit sad. All kinds of things happened in the last week. Not like sad, sad, like I just want to go eat chocolate and cry sad. More just kind of heavy. I'm not sure why. And so that's the whole point of like this podcast, I think, is just to say, you know, we are who we are. I'm a chaos controlling human cattle dog with a bunch of credentials and a and a pile of experience who happens to feel really confident about the straightest line through sussing out whether a business is going to be potentially viable or not i wonder who you are i wonder if you could write that down and just tell your story and not feel too weird so why don't we do that okay promise me that you'll at least give it a try, that you'll just sit down and just tell the story of you. Let's do it in, what, 500 words or less? I'll give you a thousand, like a good puzzle count. A thousand words or less, just write it down. Figure out your phases that speak to you and why you are who you are today. I promise it's going to be worth it, and the better we are willing to know ourselves consciously, the better off we're going to be able to springboard from our strengths 
and help shore up some of those challenges we might have in ourselves. You guys are fantastic. I absolutely adore you. Those who listen, my God, I owe you at least a bottle of vodka or something. You know what you should do? You should actually just go to the web. Some of the best drink on the internet is over at Headframe Spirits. These folks are amazing, and I'm actually going to hopefully be lucky enough to do a really cool project with them. It's the Good Deeds Project, where they actually uh, lift up underrepresented uh, populations in the particular industry of spirits and mixers and help them reach their dreams. It's an industry we tend to think is just flooded with money and opportunity, and the truth is it might be, but it's not for all of us. It's a very hard industry to get into. Uh, last year, they released a very uh, proprietary blend whiskey that they... I think it's whiskey. Don't be mad at me if I'm wrong. Whiskey or scotch. I think it's whiskey. And they raised $75,000 that they gave back to communities. Every single penny went back to the underrepresented industry, players in the industry who just wanted to learn more about it and take their rightful place amongst everyone else. Very cool. Anyway, Headframe Spirits, my favorite drink with them is the Orphan Girl Although they have a limoncello, I think I saw. I'm hoping I'm going to be able to snag a bottle of that soon. Mix one of their drinks with an Evertonic. Pop on a little bit of CBD from Treadwell Farms. Take a good rest. That is a hell of a night. I think I'm going to go do that. Friends, it's been another lovely podcast with you here on the Life Dom Podcast. I'm Dee Fretwell. I absolutely appreciate everything about you. Have yourself a lovely weekend.